My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. Alrighty, episode 44, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Journey to Wherever. My name is Daniel. And I'm Ivan. What's happening, dude? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I just came back from the... Uh, oh, well, I know what's happening, but you want to tell everyone what's happening? It's about to go down. <laughs> no, not really. So, what happened was, is uh, we, we were going to start the show, and I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, we kind of had some missing. plans. Something was missing. I went in the kitchen, I got this weirdest look, and everyone kind of... All the ladies in the kitchen, like my mum's there, um, my wife's there, uh, your wife's there, yeah. my sister... Um, they all gave me this look and they're like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, we're recording a podcast. And I had like a, a bottle of Penfolds Port, which I've got here. This is a Club Reserve Penfolds Port. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got a Hanwood Grand Tawny 12-year-old port here too. Mm-hmm. I don't drink a lot. I don't drink really, right? I don't drink a lot. Well, I, I used to drink a, well, a lot more regularly before yes. children. Yes. So this is yeah. certainly not like a, a drinking thing. It's not no. Like a, it's more of a... I think it's... it's, it's a, it, it, I think it's, we, you and I had a discussion when we first uh, saw each other tonight. We like, it both agreed it was one of those... Uh, how kind about, of weeks. How about we act like gentlemen, like, refined gentlemen, refined and have gentlemen. have a a small nip of port while recording a podcast for the audience. I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you choose since you're the. So that's uh, what I thought we'd do. Since you're the guest, no, I'm, well. I'm the guest. But since you're the uh, the host, I should say. Um, so yes, so uh, you can pick between a a my my actual flavor f- favorite is the Rosetta. I think it's called a Rosetta. I think it's called. I'm not um, sure. That's that real tough. You're very much into one. your ports. You like ports. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I'll touch, yeah. right? Because yeah. I can have like 15 mils, very light. Well, it's not really light. It's quite strong. Yeah. But just, you know, sip on it and that's quite it. I have a feeling uh, the reason why you like port is because it's got that kind of like... It's got an old touch to it. It's an old touch to it, but it's got like that, not honey, but it's got not a sweetness. It's like, it's a, it's, it, it's like, it what is, is that it's thing? It's matured. It's matured. It's matured. Yeah. I like the craft that goes into the it. Craft. Anyway, so what do you want? You want to try Penfold? Do you want to try I'm going to go with whatever you reckon. Um, I'm, think, I'm easy. I like both of them. Oh, I'm going to try Hanwood. All right. Let's so, go. um, so yeah, so I got, as I said, I was got, I got the weirdest look, but, um, you know, they, they probably don't know what's going on. Oh, Someone else doesn't drink much. That bottle's looking a little I, bit. Uh... I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> I swear I didn't. That was. I think that's looking a little bit. Nah, uh, close I think to... we had some like guests over before from like someone's kind of birthday or something, and they kind of had like a little nip each. Close to the empty. Um, oh, it's thick. It is thick, isn't it? Oh yes, nice. That doesn't sound that well, does it? That's all <laughs> so thick. That's nice. Oh, it's a bit too much. So, good way to kind of. Uh, Kick off, kick off the podcast. So it's uh, the first time we've uh, done something like this. We so. haven't had a we haven't had a port uh, for a. For I don't a think we've ever had anything apart from. Uh, um, oh. I, was I right if I put this over there because I have a feeling. No, I'm man, gonna, it's all good. You can. It's all good. It's all good. All right, here's to episode forty-four. Forty-four. Cheers. All, all right. this. What does it smell like? It's quite strong. Oh, it smells like honey, doesn't oh. it? I've just had the uh, extra. Oh, that's nice. Hair added to the uh, one millionth hair on my chest. <laughs> it tastes better than what I remembered it. It's so sweet. It tastes nice as it gets. So, um, look, it's a good way to kind of kick off the podcast. It's a Friday night here, so everyone, hope everyone's had a good week. Um, I think Daniel was kind of started to talk before I interrupted him to go get the go get the port about you know what it's like at the moment with soccer season. You were trying to say and around um, 
was us trying to shuffle in the podcast. Yeah, you were in the other kind of oh, okay, kick my, off my rant. But we didn't actually we didn't run with it because I interrupted you. I just ran out of the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's just it's it's just uh, I feel like the, the Friday night thing is happening more more and more often because of the fact that Saturday mornings, which is our usual yep. or our initial uh, recording time. Uh, is essentially being taken up by the soccer season. So we have to obviously work around that. And yeah. I feel like the Friday nights are becoming more of a reg. More of a reg. Or at least thing. until October. Yeah, you know why? Because doing a doing an episode early Saturday mornings is just a challenge now because, as you said, there's just so much stuff on. Yeah. But once um, the soccer season is over, I think we'd... I think we'll probably mix it up between Friday nights and, and Saturdays. Look, if Depending I'm being on, honest... Yeah. If people have been listening to the last few episodes when you've done it at night I know what you're going to say, yeah. I'm a little bit more here. Yeah, I'm a little bit more alert. I'm a little bit more present, right? Because it's night time. I kind of find so the that marsupial in me. I, <laughs> I kind of possum. find you, you, you. I would say maybe the first five minutes you're a bit flat. That's me of a morning episode. Yeah, that's me because I, I know you. Show, but I, I don't so think I, I don't think the up. listeners would know. You don't reckon? I don't think so. Wow. Because I can hear you sometimes in the night time. You're a little bit... I'm a little bit more mellow. Less. I'm a, not le- less, you think? Like you're less energized at night. Oh, of course. Naturally. Sometimes. Yeah. But it depends I'm on I'm an early season. bird. So what's been happening this week? Tell us. What's been going on? Just the... I think I mentioned it before. Just the pace at work is um, consistent. Not cra- It's not crazy, but it's just like it's a p- constant pace. Yeah. It's something that I've, I'm probably not used to around this time of the year. But I think with the current... Um, climate and everything with everything yep. kind of just changed you know you can't say the c word on can't the say the c word on the podcast can't use that language on the podcast can't use that language on the podcast we'll get banned we might get banned <laughs> like we did that like, that one time we recorded a podcast about um uh, political no, the one the original political correctness podcast that was bizarre yeah. like, still to that day is bizarre we had a really good podcast we in the bank fl- like we were flowing we like were like flowing. flowing shit was about to kind of turn a mad corner and we were it about was to open, what, up, now, open about up Pandora's 40 box 40 minutes in or something 40 minutes and in and it just went boop boop and we just went what the f- something something went down the uh yeah the aliens were listening someone was anyways as I was saying just the, the pace at the moment is a bit uh it's 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 definitely doable. It's just it's being consistent. So, yeah. it's you know, I'm uh, I'm putting up with it, but it's all right. How about you? Same man. Mega yeah. mega week. Mega week. Rhinoceros of a week. It was uh, <laughs> super busy, man. I can't. I lost count how many meetings I ended up having. Like I think I had like eight eight of them just today. Yeah. Um, some of them were just long. It was just it was a busy day. Uh, busy week, so I was really looking forward to kicking off, like kicking up Friday afternoon. Um, you know, being the working. idea of being in meetings annoys me because it feels like I'm taking being taken away from the work I need to do. Is, I, that, is that what it's like? It, it is, but I get used to it now because it's still again, a part of my. Role. I've never been in the corporate world. No, so I it's, understand, it's, but. it depends because a lot of these meetings I have to go to. It's because someone's kind of, you know, obviously needing that level, that kind of portion of input that relates to what I can advise on. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got no choice. Um, it's just part of the role, but it does certainly take away from what you can do during the day for yourself. Yeah. Um, and you often have to kind of just sh- shuffle a lot of your own work to decide. Um, but you know, it's all right. It, it, one, one benefit is it makes the day go faster. You tend to talk to a lot of different people, which gives it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but no doubt it's still very busy. Let me just have a sip of this. But yeah, man. So I'm just glad it's, uh, glad it's the end of the week. Most people probably listen to me like it's the start of the week. So better <laughs> kick up the vibe and. Keep it going for your Monday morning. For your Monday morning. Yeah. Well, let's 
dive straight in. Okay. Um, so I uh, suggested, I guess, a few uh, topics, I guess, of um, now on on my mind. Yeah. One of them being, which was kind of influenced, if you if if the true listeners of the show, yeah, can remember, um, a very long, well, not a long time ago, not maybe a few long, at least a dozen or so episodes ago. Remember, I had that young fine gentleman ask me to be his uh, mentor slash. Yes, I remember um, that episode. Uh, coach whatever and we kind of went back and forth and I was more um, content with the unpaid mentor yes uh, option which we uh, I guess I don't think I ever kind of informed you or updated people but we just gone I pref- went, went my, my I, I got my way <laughs> which was which, which was, was good which was what um, being the unpaid mentor because so he wanted to pay me because we never ended up following up on that I yeah yeah he wanted to and I put my foot down and I said listen dude like it's starting to piss me off now I'm, I'm more than happy to help you but I don't want I don't want you to pay me wow and he was like okay. credit to you good so, on you I got my way anyways we've been chatting a lot for yeah. like especially doing this was this. Ep- this was back in episode 9 dude was that episode 9 do life coaches add any value okay is that the one we, uh, yes it was that one because wow. I started off with that, and then we kind of you said broke. a few episodes ago. You, you're forgetting that that we was like are thirty episodes ago. We're in a, uh, our prime right now. <laughs> <laughs> Episode I'm just, I'm nine. Just kidding everyone. It feels right. like it was like two years ago. Um, anyway, so we've been chatting a lot, heaps, especially like obviously he's in, in uni and um, and they're doing the whole. And how's it going? I think like most uni students, they're a bit like you know they're not being, you know, it's all it's all over the shop. It's all over the shop. So yeah. it's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Anyways. One of the things we started talking about was these, uh, this the whole idea of how to be motivated, and there's yep. all these like there's, there's different aspects of it. And then we started chatting about like he said he I put the question onto me in terms of like what what type of person am I like in in, in a business type field yeah. and, and and whatnot. And I was like, that's a good question. Like, what type of person am I? And I was always to think like I feel like I'm a good blend of uh, a, a cross between visionary mm-hmm. and practical or practicality of a type of person. Okay. And he's like, oh, explain more. Like, what do you mean by visionary? What do you mean by practicality? And I was like, well, it depends on which way you want to look at it. Yeah. You know? And there's no right or wrong in each way. And the best way I can, I can put it together is like, I'm a good, I feel like for me personally, uh, what I mean by visionary is I can o- often come up with a concept. Yeah in my in my head of what I want something to look like, but I lack maybe the, the tech skills or the creativity skills to put it on paper. Okay. If that makes not on put it on paper as in like to create it, so to speak. I can direct it. As in to like not Let's manifest just, it through nothingness, but just turn it into reality. Turn it into reality. Like for example, if we had if we were trying to promote an episode for a podcast, I've got the idea in my head of what snippet I want to use, what background, what yeah. what track, what this, what that. But if we didn't have, um, you know, template type apps like Ripple and and Canva and all these things, yeah. if I had to create it using like a software program, I lack the skills sure, okay, to do that. But I could very easily with someone like you who has those skills, I could go, I wanted to do this, 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 and this, and you'd be able to kind of create it for me. So that's what I mean by personally as a visionary. I feel like I'm a good, and I'm good with that as well in terms of design. Yeah. Like the stuff like at home, whether it's landscape or whether it's interior design or yeah. just in general. And at the same time, in when I'm describing 
you know, teaching with uh, with students of like a muscle and what it does, I'll often uh, get a different response and oh, no one's ever described that muscle like this or this the relationship between this nerve and that tendon like that. And it's I've, I feel like I'm good at describing things, but if I, if I came to kind of like showing you, mm-hmm. it'd be a little bit different. Do you find that it's, do you find that there's, you run into that challenge a lot with lots of different things or? Mainly with tech stuff. Okay. For me personally. Okay. And that was probably one of the biggest things I mentioned at the start. The start of the journey of this podcast was something yeah. that I wanted to kind of. It was to kind get, of develop get in, better, right? Develop the tech aspect. Yeah, sure. Develop the, uh, just the whole social media interaction aspect. Because that yeah. in itself is, you know, a visionary type thing as well. Because anybody yeah. can create a, you know, a, a a social profile but mm. successful ones you could tell someone's got the 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 practical aspect behind it the skills and the vision of what they want it to look like mm-hmm. um and then the, there's the practicality so i feel like i'm sometimes i'm like a lot of the times i'm really practical with a lot of things as well and it's like which one's better this is essentially what i was kind of um interesting wanted to put towards you but then the the, the tricky part about this was i don't actually when i put down the, the, the headline of the topic, I didn't really describe what I meant by it, which was interesting to see what you thought what I meant by it. If okay. That makes sense. So, I think <laughs> I am a visionary yeah. for this reason, Okay, what I'm about to say. So, what I thought when you said visionary practicality respect. versus visionary, I'm thinking someone who's like a big dreamer about long-term vision, about I long-term me- view, too. about I'm, long-term everything. Yeah. Or versus someone who's very much like Living in the, in the dirt, day. the very practical details, the very, you know, get down to the to the minute details, the, those two extreme polar kind of differences. Yeah. So I felt, well, I must be a visionary because I was looking at the very big picture. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. by default, I'd say visionary. That's what I mean. That's the second point. It's like okay. vision, that aspect as well. As like sure. The whole versus aspect. It's like versus like is it is it better to be big picture okay or is it better to be current picture okay because the current so, picture leads to the big picture but then if you kind of get too ahead of the big picture you lose track of where you are currently so is this um is this you know young man now who's going through university that you, you're still doing this mentoring for mm. is he kind of in a situation now where he's looking at is it better to be a visionary versus someone who's oh, practical or was more at, just a curiosity thing? curiosity aspect. Okay. Became, he kind of, in a sense, turned it on to me. He's like, because of what, what about you? Yeah. I don't think he's trying to see mm-hmm. which one's best for him or which way okay. should he go. And I kind of inclined to him. I think you kind of just find out which way you are anyways. I don't yeah. know. I'm, like, I'm sure you can probably be both, but I think you're naturally inclined to be one. Because there are people that are very much, and there's not, not knocking it, but people like to have big you know like boards in their rooms or cork boards with like motivational stuff whether it's a fast car or you mm-hmm. know pictures of you know money or pictures of a whatever things that mm-hmm. kind of get them to inspire aspire themselves them. to motivate them which is nothing wrong with that. that that to me is more what i feel like is visionary okay potentially and someone that's practical is like they don't necessarily Need, need visual that. They triggers. Need visual. It's they based just... on what results they've historically had. Correct. Okay, so there's lots of layers to this. Then I think they all kind of tie into each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's you... why that's why I picked it because we're going to. That's a and good detailed topic. So I think starting probably starting small. The whole um, visionary thing is, I guess, if someone's a very visual person mm. and they rely on um, 
you know, being able to see something that's tangible in front of them mm. or have something that represents what would otherwise be tangible in front of them. Or having that a they taste use, of it as well. Yeah, having a taste of it. But yeah. for example, a picture of like, I don't know. A resort type a resort holiday or a house car or, something. or a holiday or yeah. a plane that they're going to fly. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. If that's something visual and it's going to help them motivate them to motivate them to get to it then they'd be a visual type person whereas other people are like i don't need to see it i don't need to taste it i just need to know that it's there yeah potential yeah they need to know step one two three what's step one two three let me taste it first let me get punched in the you know the lip or let's go and take a walk and have a try at something let's yeah. you know apply for something and have a go yeah. and then once i see a result i know that it's tangible and yeah. i'll keep working at it because i've 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 ex- i've experienced the result yeah right um, they're probably like the two different versions of that. Yeah. Then I think when you kind of um, expand that, mm-hmm. you know, to the real bigger picture thing about what it applies to as a as a a big picture life kind of thing. Yeah. You either have someone who's a big, as they say, a visionary. Someone who looks at, um, you know, how does how does an idea fit in with all of mankind or. Yeah the the future of the the human race yeah um you know what what's what problem do we face as a race that really needs to be solved yeah for the greater good and the the, the propagation of you know mankind mm. you know further into time that's a really big visionary type person yeah then you'd have someone who's very much practical whether like no nope, i'm just going to keep trying i'm just going to chip away i'm going to take small amounts of money and invest it here or invest it wherever it is you know someone who's yeah. you know um, very practical like that regard and they'll just chip away at it chip away at it, chip away at it until they look back eventually on life and go wow I've got an, I've accumulated whatever it is yeah um, you know whether it's trying to know as many people as they can they've got a big friendship circle or whether it's you know saving as much money as they can they've got a good nest egg whether it's um, it could be anything contacts know, could contacts. be the network it could yeah. be uh, an accumulation of a lot of life experiences tasting different jobs or traveling different countries it could be anything yeah one of the interesting things that you did say, though, is you said you you kind of said, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you don't necessarily think that one person's or it's not very common, maybe, for one person to be one or the or sorry both. Mm. It's more rather one or the other. May, I could be wrong, but I feel like most people are inclined to be to be one, one or, or the, the other. other. When yeah. I look at someone, we had a quite a popular two series episodes of Elon Musk a couple of episodes back. Mm-hmm. I see him as both a visionary. And someone who's very practical. practical yeah. He's got this really big, strong vision mm-hmm. about looking at how he can improve quality of life and get mankind to the moon. Yeah. And just improving improve human well-being. Human, w- just improve, but on different everything levels. that humans do, pretty yeah. much. We're just evolving the human race as day to day, as well as as a race. Yeah. And then at the same time, he's very much practical. Where he will be in the workshop, he will be in the factory, he will pick up a tool, he'll pick up a screw, and he actually does the tasks yeah. right and gets into the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. so he's a very good balance and a successful balance of yeah. both well that's what i meant by the fact that some people i would say most people are inclined to be one of the others because they either like myself lack the the skills in to create the vision so they need to be able to create the vision mm. and employ someone that has the practical the practicality of that skill to foresee that person's vision. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But whereas, you know, Elon Musk is a genius, he does both. Yeah. But like to throw a spanner into the works as I like as I like doing to you in this podcast, like playing devil's advocate, it's like 
this is kind of this, I was very cautious in how I, um, you know, I didn't want to try and sway the young man in, in terms of how he should motivate himself because I don't think that's my role as a mentor. Mm. Um, because you know how trying to make trying to give someone um, like tips on how to make them tick. I think that I think people I think it's better if you understand yourself what makes you tick yes. to that, and then you can kind of like maybe give them little key pointers. Once you see which way they're going as a mentor, then you can kind of incline them that way. So I'm very cautious in how to go, oh, I think you should do this tactic and, you know, do the Wim Hof Hof (laughs) method or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to try and influence someone. So it's like, that's the thing with like being a visionary. It's like there's sometimes the vision, the actual physical vision distracts you from putting practical um, steps in place. place. Yes. So that's what I'm really cautious about with with the, you know visionary versus practicality. It's like, okay, I've got a picture of a, you know a duffel bag full of cash, a Lamborghini, a beachside Miami house, and whatever something else, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are those even though they're just motivational pictures, are those three things, for example, um, swaying you on making better decisions for to to for you to progress in your career and your future? More so than just like relying on the the, the physical aspect of what that. It picture. really depends on the person. That's what I'm saying. Hundred percent. It depends on the person. Some people rely on. Well, so you got to be really careful with yeah. the vision. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we all want to succeed, and the reality is, not everyone's going to get a Lamborghini, bags of cash, and a beachside mansion yeah. uh, on on the on the on the strip of Miami. It's just not going to happen. Not yeah. everyone's going to do it. The strip of Miami is not long enough. Or any other, or any other yeah. strip on some kind of beach. But you know what I'm trying to say. It's like, um, is someone successful to a point that they haven't achieved those three pictures, and they haven't they haven't, they haven't understood where they are because of the vision that they've yes. created? So I got I, I have got an opinion. Like many things, I got an opinion on this. And, and you would. It's quite because <laughs> the reason why is because there's this like. I mean, I don't, I don't see it on my page now because I purposely try and steer away from all that hashtag entrepreneur hashtag you know, successful life kind of nonsense that gets thrown around. Because Hashtag winning. <laughs> just there's this there's this whole culture on online where it's like if you type in any of those kind of hashtags, you get like the lion sitting on a bonnet of a car and a person's got like a fur coat with like a diamond watch and, you know. Yeah, they've got, they got, they got, they got the Versace robe and they're, wa- they're walking just, down like. I know, and know. it gives this false idea of what life's really like because yeah. it's just not but like that, that. But that could very well be someone's ambition. It's, Nothing wrong with that. It could very well be someone's ambition, but that was what I was. my point was going to be. I think, and that's why I've got an opinion on it, because I think there's this, there's this false uh, lifestyle that's being pushed out for yeah. a lot of the younger, especially younger guys, yeah, right. Oh, I'm going to say girls as well. As far as the whole, Go, you know, the fast guy cars, thing, big chunky watches, that's a and, very and guy a thing. on on top of a bonnet. Like it's a very much like it's a very that. Ma- it's a I very know in the girl thing. culture, there's very much like, you know, if you if you try and search a lot of that thing for the for the for the female type culture, it's very much like. Um, it's it's generally it's generally brand associated. It's with brand the, associated. The whole lifestyle, the makeup, the fashion, um, the travel, the travel, so. the travel t- kind of thing. It's it's they've got their they've got their own kind of pocket of what their thing is, yeah. and then guys seem to have like this their own kind of pocket. But it's thing. kind of this leads to the same thing. It is. It leads yeah. to the same thing. Um, both of them, in essence. For 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 a, for a large portion is very materialistically based. Yeah, it's you know what I mean, and yeah. it kind of it creates. Uh, my, I guess my point, what I'm trying to say is, there's this image of what 
is out there that for the most part isn't really out there. Yeah. The pictures are they're set up, they're yeah. created, and yeah. people often buy into this. So it can be a false sense of motivation. Mm-hmm. That's the caution I'd throw because if people are using those kind of images of like, you know, that extreme and I and I ended up I used to kind of talk about this a little bit more and I was quite happy to vocalize it more, but I really got a distaste for that whole thing. That whole self-help sector yeah. where it drives people towards that very much like multi-level marketing, make money. Yeah. Like it, it's just a whole lot. lot it's, you know, a, it's just a different type a, of way. It feels of very gimmicky to me, right? It's a real part of the world though. It's a real part of the world, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a real part of the world that doing a lot of the things that are how people claim that. So if a lot of people explain this is how you get to that, yeah. that's all a load of hogwash. Yeah. People get to it not through doing what Instagram tells them, doing step one, two, three, buy into this course, and then you live this lifestyle. Yeah, those people have got that particular lifestyle because it's like a massive inheritance. Yeah, or they've got a trust fund. Yeah, or they come from a very wealthy portion of the world where that is the norm. Yeah, and there's just copious amounts of wealth in certain pockets, and if you're in it, you're in it. Yeah, um, so it becomes very glorified. So what I'd say to people is that kind of motivation can be risky and i'm speaking from a real point of view now because Mm. like you know someone who's got a family who's set up a career who's lives day to day quite happy yeah um i i think and i I used to have those type of visions like i when i was 21 i had a vision board yeah like there was pictures on my vision board so i've i've tasted what that feels like yeah and not much happens Mm -hmm. and 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 back then if you were told me as a 21 year old well, maybe it's because you didn't take right steps. Maybe because I wasn't as practical. Yeah. There was too much visionary. Yeah. There wasn't the balance between being practical and being a visionary. It was mm. all visionary and thinking that, oh, if I think about it, one day it'll eventually happen because I'm different. Yeah. It will happen because I'm different. I just know it because I feel like it's me. It's different. Like mm. this is the conversation that's going on in many 21-year-old heads at the moment. Well, I know, but I'm different. I'll I've be got, the what exception. What I've got is different. What, what I got is different. I've what got, I'm producing I've, is what different. What I'm producing is different. I've got the different idea. My voice sounds and, better. My yeah, muscles are bigger. And for bigger, the most part, whatever. I hope it is for them. For yeah, that. but it's not. It's not but not for the 99 of the rest of the population it's that kind of feels like that, if you really want to be real and you really want to separate yourself and become, you know, the the select few that potentially actually do something valuable with their life. Yeah then you need to be a little bit more practical. Yeah. Okay. So I'd throw caution around that whole motivation thing. One of the other interesting things that I had learned years and years ago was there's people don't really ever become motivated. You don't ever you don't you're not motivated to, you know, go to the gym or you're not motivated to get out of bed early. Mm-hmm. Right, it's what you're actually doing is you're just diverting your motivation to something else that's not what you're going for. Yeah. So, for example, if I say I want to wake up and go for an exercise or go for a run, if I stay in bed, I'm more motivated to stay asleep than go for a run. Yeah. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, to me, if I think about it from a science point of view, as, as a scientist, I'd say that you know this whole concept of energy is neither created nor destroyed; it just mm. always is. is right. Yeah. Well, motivation is the same thing. You mm-hmm. don't create motivation. You can't destroy motivation. It always is. It's just about a matter of where you channel it. So well, this is this is the part with the the the, the pra- let's just say the, pra- the practical yes. side of things, and the right? practical side of things is the driving force, is the steering wheel, yeah. is the 
I guess, the mechanism behind diverting and recalibrating where you point that motivation. That's right. For me, for my mind. Yeah, yeah. My I, like, to, 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 I'm on the same page as you as well. And the visual part is very important to because for, for some people, they need that visual trigger because they need to be able to see what they're going for. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with writing it down. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with taking a look yeah, at having writing a it down around same... window shopping. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's very important because it gives you a taste of stuff. That's right. Because for some personality types, they need that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Like, and and I, I use the pictures as an example. Sometimes people write it down. That's a visionary thing as well. Like some people need to physically visualize things. And some people need to physically write down red Lamborghini, big five-story mansion, whatever. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to having a picture. Yeah. It means the same thing. So throwing another spanner into the works, right? Because we, we like to kind of, you know, assess both sides of things. Is Can you be too practical? Because I feel like... Um, like, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with the way I was like, like I was motivated as a young man, um, by my, by my father to just work. You mm. know what I mean? It was all about work ethic. Don't worry about all the fancy stuff. You just got to work. Mm. But then when, when the question was asked about, oh, well, what about this? And I just, just, just work, mm. just work. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, okay. And then. I don't, in, a, in a sense, it's, you know, worked out because I just worked. But then you kind of, you, you in hindsight, you kind of think, hmm, I wonder if there was some kind of vision. Do you know what I mean? As mm. to what I wanted it to be or should I ruin it down? Because I never really, probably not until I, I was at least 22, maybe, 21, mm. 22, that I started to, I guess, you know, in a sense, visionary type of aspect type mm-hmm. things. It's like throwing the spanner into the works of, can you be too practical? With the decisions that you make, yes. Can you can you get to a point where you're you're driving, but what the where the hell are you going? Do you know what I mean? It's like the the checkpoint was back that way, but you just you're just on this solid run. The car feels so good mm. that you just didn't stop. Yeah. But you but by the but but essentially what I'm trying to say is you've missed the checkpoint. Yeah. You've missed the mark. Like yeah. where are you going? Do you know what I mean? Do you feel like? I, yes, I do. I agree, and I think you know, for a very practical example, <laughs> you know, no pun intended, but a practical example is you know, I've had probably a, a number of good you know mentors and bosses over the years. Um, one one particular one was very much, um, very much focused on like the detail, very analytical. Yeah. Um, very intelligent was able to solve certain things. But the problem is is that when you become too much focused on that and you don't see the bigger picture of things, yeah. sometimes you get caught up on it so much it slows you down. You don't you almost don't get to a resolution. You almost in a and, sense fuss about the detail. Yeah. And I almost had to find and the myself, vision the vision sorry I mean to interrupt the vision becomes the de- this the the detail becomes the vision. That's right. Um this is essentially what I was I was hoping you were gonna kind of slide in there. It's that the fact that they're so consumed by being practical yes. that they've lost track of the vision and the vision becomes the detail of every single day of every single task. Yes. And the moment that that task isn't detailed the right way, it, it's constantly being recalibrated. Yeah. And they do it on a, on a daily where they're perfecting their craft, whatever it might be, mm. that they lose the, yeah. uh, I guess, the no, goal. No, I agree. And and that's where I found myself kind of stepping in and be like, well, hold on. I think we kind of got to look at where this fits in. Like yeah. we don't have that much time to look at this much detail. We need to make a decision on something. Yeah. Um, and we had to kind of step back and not be so practical mm-hmm. and be willing to take a gamble on something that we could perceive maybe 
is the actual outcome that we think it should be mm-hmm. and just kind of go for that and just shoot for one of the things okay. and, and see if we get there. Yeah. And that's a very practical example from like on a day-to-day thing. Yeah. I think that if someone focuses on being practical too much and doesn't take a step back, it, it I would think, you know, and, and I'm not no expert in this, but just kind of looking from the outside and having a bit of experience where maybe I felt like I've chased other people's dreams, not necessarily Your my own. own. I That's think the biggest the, problem with someone being yeah, too practical. I think that there would be a risk that the practical things that someone's following is you're following the directives of somebody else, which is their practical the footprint. advice. Yeah, the footprint. They're saying, the blueprint, do this, sorry. do this, be practical, just do it, do it, do, do it. it. Do it, do it. You're not following their thing. I think the risk would be that they'd look back uh, you know, after two, three, four years of following that and be like, well, that was what good, did I do for, for me? me? That's right. And I think sometimes... And a, a lot of people would probably be like, yeah, but if you got something out of it that's really good, well, you got to be grateful for that because you got a good outcome. I agree. That's yes, true. That's right. However, <clears throat> sometimes there is a level of fulfillment that's required for you just spiritually, just as a person, just as your as your own man or your own woman, mm-hmm. for you to feel accomplished that you had visioned something, you had decided to do something, yeah. and it was based on your vision or your idea that you wanted to, that you followed it and created it from your own choice. Yeah. There's a risk that if you become too practical, that maybe you'll be you're too practical because it's somebody else's practicality impressed upon you. Yes. Rather than you doing it yourself. Well, that is, I think, what could be a risk. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. You, you pretty much took everything that I was just gonna say. Um. Yeah. That's right. One. One hundred percent. That's um. That's the biggest thing. It's like it's following this blueprint. It's almost like kind of co-pilot pilot. You both kind of go on the set. Like, let's just say the pilot is um. Keep talking. The, I'm going to pull up a, another another different. That's thing. all right. The pilot. Let's just say, for example, is your mentor and you're the co-pilot. You want a pen folds? Yeah, whatever, man. Sounds. Is that, and for the listeners before? that are listening, these are like you know five mil glasses. Like we're not. <laughs> that's all right. We're not guzzling down a. No, he's lying. We're, we're having half a liters at a time. Two no. shots. <laughs> 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 no. Um, co-pilot. You're, yeah. You're so like co-pilot. like it's almost like you you almost in a sense have to make that transition of becoming the co-pilot to the pilot so that you then start to go where you're going and the pilot who's been guiding you all this whole time then becomes the co-pilot and allows you to go on your journey so that's flip that but that's being very self-aware for yourself that you're flipping back and forth between those two things you're becoming the pilot and you're becoming the co-pilot over your own journey right yes and vice versa yeah so it's kind of backing on from what you just said before it's like you can very easily follow someone on someone's blueprint, which is nothing wrong with it because you follow someone's blueprint to a T, yeah. you're almost pretty much going to achieve exactly the same success if yeah. that's what you wanted without maybe having a little bit of your own vision and maybe vision board of maybe how you would slightly tweak it because not your mentor or your bosses or whoever's vision isn't necessarily, your may not necessarily be where you think you want to be mm. as well. So that's why I'm saying it's like, it's almost, you almost feel like you're just doing the whole co-pilot thing the whole way. And you get there like, cool, yeah, we got that. Yes, we did it. But yeah. it's like, but whose journey is it? Is it mine or is it yours? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Which I is think, an elegant way of explaining what I was trying to explain before. Yeah. It's <coughs> like, it's, it's, yeah. it's very easy to just kind of just sit back and go, well, if we take this left turn, right turn, we go down here. Almost like, you know, that the relationship between a co-pilot. This is probably a better example. The relationship, it's very unique. The relationship between a co-pilot and the pilot of a rally driving. I knew you were going to say rally driver. Is like super unique. Yeah. Right? Because you got this guy and this comes down. I would imagine that the pilot 
Yeah. Is the visionary, the guy. No, sorry, the pilot is the practical guy. Yes. Because he's got all the skills. The driver. The driver. You know what I mean? He knows how to double clutch that thing like like a motherfucker, right? He knows how to throttle it, take it to the max, go around the bend, almost hit a tree and just hit it. 100 miles an hour. Yeah. But he can't do that without the co-pilot knowing every single hook turn this and that 180 say, degrees turn, left, two, shit, meanwhile this, he's like he's in complete he's not even looking out at, it's ridiculous he's not even the looking car sickness alone would be freaking right, he's not even weird. looking at the windscreen know, this guy's going 180 clicks an hour through the bush yeah and he's looking down at this piece of paper that he's memorized yeah. and he's telling this guy next to him who he has full complete confidence in yeah do this do that do this do that because i've yeah. studied it yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that would impressive. almost be like, and, and I'd, I'd almost imagine that the pilot at some point would love to be the co-pilot because they understand the responsibilities yeah. of what it takes to guide someone through this, you know, or navigate someone through this course yeah. at the fastest way possible yeah. and vice versa. I'm sure the co-pilot's sitting there going, fuck, I'd love to get my hands on this wheel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, another example I can think of is there's a, you'll often find a lot of um like neo for example the uh the uh the singer uh, yeah uh, he very he produces a shit load of songs i haven't heard him sing for a long time well, he he's not really a well, I, he's a singer yeah but he's more of a producer of content yeah. songs and he got and he approaches people like i think this is a really good song for you and they'll, yeah. they'll look at it like, oh shit this is unreal do you know what i mean it's like there's that there's he's i guess a visionary to a point where he doesn't put himself behind the microphone so to speak because he feels like someone else will do a better job at what he's produced mm-hmm. kind of kind of going back to what i was saying before with I feel like I can come come up with the content, but I don't have the practical skills yeah. to develop it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot where I was going with all this, but um, yeah, this is the relationship between your journey of, you know, is being too practical. You know, like is it should Neo rely more on his singing ability yeah. and maybe be on the cover of a lot of these top ten charts? Yeah, should the guy that's co-piloting the, the driver of the Subaru WRX, should he get behind the wheel a bit more? Do you know what I mean? That's an interesting take. I mean, it depends on how they feel. If they're quite content as the driver as opposed to the director, then that's then they should just continue as a driver. Yeah. If Neo's quite comfortable being it's a writer... It's an open-ended question. The answer, there's he's, no... He's happy he, he should do that. I think it requires no right some level of self-awareness. There's, there's yeah. no right or wrong. Essentially but at the same time, I think there is some benefit to stepping into the other shoes sometimes. Yeah. Because then you get it's an like flexing that muscle. That's yeah. why I did the... Po- that's why one of them... Oh, <clears> two two yeah. reasons why I want to do the podcast. One, because I've just always enjoyed podcasts and I've always wanted to do it with you. Yeah. But two, on a selfish reason, is flexing that muscle... On, on something that was so foreign to me yeah. and I'm and it's still if I could put a percentage on it you know 100 being I'm like full clicks I'm probably maybe 10-15% mm. of self-analysis I could be maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less I don't yeah. know but that's I think it's important to kind of do that bit because yeah. it you know it, it, it's interesting it's just for self-development I think it I think it's important to play both roles yeah um, you want to try that one too Adina? yeah cheers this is the uh, this is the Penfolds one It'd be totally different to the oh, other one. Bite here. It is, eh? Yeah. Oh, fire's coming out of my mouth. That's much more fruitier compared to the other one. Yeah. The other De- one's def- thick def- like def- honey. The other one was better. You reckon? Yeah, I, think I quite so. like this better. 
The other one was very thick like honey. And I like that honey style. Flip Maybe it should have had port. that first. Maybe. It would have balanced the other, the other one, one out. Balanced. But yeah. this is quite nice. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so what I was going to say, us, uh, what do you call those people that come in the restaurants? Oh, they, uh, uh, a sommelier. A, a, is it sommelier? Oh, no, that's for wine. Yeah, oh, which is I mean. the same thing though. Same sort of thing. Same, same. We're like sommeliers right sommeliers. now. Sommeliers, right? yeah. I'm going to change my profile picture after this. <laughs> New bio coming soon. Multipotentialite. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, one, one thing I think is is an important point is because, I mean, you were saying is it is there value in one person going from like one side to the other side so they can probably experience those, right? Mm. So day to day, I mean, when I say, you know, I, I'm, as a scientist by day, before, you know, a few years back, I was, you know, a chemist. So, you know, do a lot of the chemistry and the manufacturing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now when I kind of head up a, a quality department now and I look after... Um, no, no, I wasn't c- telling you c- nothing. I, said, I was stretching like, my arm out oh, to smack the just laptop. Like knock down monitor. No. <laughs> um, so now when, when I kind of like head up a quality department now, I'm very much on like the, the managing of the quality side for operations, right? Yeah. But what's kind of interesting is there's there's a number of um, there's a number of ways you can get into this type of career. One, you start off as a as an entry level quality person, and you work your way into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, um, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. That's that's obviously a very common way. The other way is if you if you start in like a manufacturing or a production kind of side, mm-hmm. um, and you gain a lot of the production, the operator experience, then you can take that into the quality side when you got it. Mm-hmm. If you can't go like that, find find a team or a manager that has those people in it so you can learn from a lot of that stuff and they can expose you to it. Yeah. Because it's important. Mm-hmm. But one of the interesting things is when I have day-to-day conversations with people, and this could be through having a lot, and it doesn't even just have to be like a production type of experience, like having made stuff, right? Yeah. In any industry, you know. Um, you know, if someone, for example, works in a works in a car factory and you look after the quality for cars, yeah, but you've never built a car, you can still do the quality looking look after the quality of the car because you understand all the concepts around it, yeah. But if you haven't picked up a tool and bolted a door to a frame, or it's, you haven't connected a hose in there's an a engine, disc- there's a There's a different appreciation you get, yeah, right. Well, the, you don't. You also won't deliver your work. I think as intuitively. And more effective as someone that has. There's a level of gut experience you get yeah. having done that. Yeah. It's often the case I'll get with a lot of, for example, builders that come and see me from work. The biggest complaint they'll have is with like an architect that comes on site. Yeah. They'll often say, no, no, no. What I want is I want to put this here and I want to go this here. And I want to put this column here. And they're yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you understand what kind of beam you have to use? Do you understand what, how much... Con- like they've got, they're very yes. much visionary, but then you look at them and they've never, they haven't even picked up a hammer in their yeah. life. But they're this like world-renowned That's right. architect. You're like, yeah, you just use this kind of beam, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're going to have to use a certain type of crane for, to get it up here. We're already on the 34th story. Yeah. That's like a hazard, for example. So they, so they don't, That's right. The, the practicality in the But in then the a archi- visionary will often say that and be like, no, no, it can be done. Find me a way. Yeah. So there's benefits There to is that. benefits. I'm not right. saying it, but they'll often say, mate, if we drop this beam because we don't know how yeah. we can get it, get it up here with the crane and with the wind and whatever, we can, we're going to kill people, you know, like legitimately yeah. because it's dangerous because it's not practical. Yeah. Do you know That's what I mean? That's right. So yeah, it's a good point. And um, 
So, so I think it's it also comes down to like what kind of life experience someone has in general. So if they've done like um, lots of different roles in their life, if they've had a few different jobs doing a few different things, for yeah. example, they'll get an appreciation for working with lots of different types of people, working yeah. in different types of situations. And then that helps bring the practical experience into a spot where they make it, may be able to deploy more visionary type stuff stuff yeah. right so it kind of supports in simpler in terms that, stuff stuff right yeah. in, in simple terms they can deliver more visionary based deliverables if you like yeah um so i think it certainly has its benefit in that but w- one thing that was kind of interesting and as we were kind of pouring this last um um shot shot of port here i um you know i i i've come across people in my in my time in my life where they're they're a very good they're a very good visionary they've got a really they've got a they've got a very solid north star put it that way mm, mm. they know exactly what they want for their life yeah and for them it's just like it's ultimate success full stop yeah whatever that looks like they've got different pictures of what that could be but it has to just be i have to ultimately be successful yes whatever that is whatever that journey will take them they'll get there mm-hmm. at all I've, costs at all costs. Yeah. I tend I'm to find myself having that, that North Star view. Yeah. But you've got to kind of question the at all costs thing. Yeah. And it gets to the point where they've got that North Star, but then they really hit the grind. And it's day to day practicality. Chip away, chip away, chip away at all costs. Mm-hmm. When you get too obsessed with that level of practicality, with chipping away at all costs. You have to do a task. You have to find the next step. You have to walk here. You have to speak to this person. You have to do that. The risk is you kind of look back and you've almost got this trail of destruction after you where you're like, what did I kind of do to get here? Yeah. What kind of broke to get to where I am? Mm-hmm. And you can break um, like work relationships. You can break family ties you can break friendships you can break you know um intimate relationships you can break your health you can break your mental health you can break lots of different things yeah and it's a very real big risk where people eventually get to the point and this is probably the trigger point for a lot of people's midlife crises Mm -hmm. where and it's one way I think with midlife crisis you either have this thing where you kind of life's really really good and then something happens where you kind of reflect and go well now what or yeah you've had this gun ho way of getting to the point where you want to go to this north star you finally reach the north star you look back and you go that was very expensive yeah not financially expensive life expensive, expensive yeah the toll it's, it takes a toll yeah and then it almost becomes like was it worth it and if you, if you kind of don't focus too sharp on the vision and you expand a little bit to look at lots of different things, mm. it's probably a much healthier approach. Which back to the original point, I think like someone like Elon Musk, for example, has lots of different visions for lots of different things, mm. right? Not saying he's not like, I don't know, I've never met the guy, like yeah. whether he's perfect or not, but lots of different <laughs> visions for lots of different things. Yeah. Um, but I think with anything in your life, you have to always ask yourself, is it, morally right chasing the vision and being as practical and am i going to hurt anybody along the way i'm going to counter this um not to not to say what you're saying is wrong because it's not it's very very right 
but it's very easy in hindsight to look back and go, oh, look at the tower destruction that I've that I've left behind. I've broken this up. This person doesn't like me. I might have. I didn't even realize what I was doing, and I stepped on that person's shoes. Whatever. Okay. But it's very easy to be super in the moment and then kind of go, you know what? I'm not going to do this because of this and this and that. But then you end up missing your boat too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I think this goes back to a couple of episodes we said before about like, and to to be great at something, you have, to be, obs- you have to be obsessed. All cost obsessed. People will tell you otherwise. No, no, no. You have to you be, have to, be of course. obsessed. Yes. Okay. Um, to be successful and but at the same time to be great or the best if you want to be the best whatever it is there's there's a level of obsession and i yes. and i and i also think there's nothing wrong with maybe leaving a little bit of a trail no as not. much as as much as like it sounds bad it's like oh you know this or that but it's like how are you to not know that it's not going to happen to you hmm. that that person that you kind of like outperformed are you just not friends anymore with that person because you outperformed them and you just mm. left them in your wake because you guys were like buddy buddies and then you just, because you outperformed them, they, they're just like, oh, look at Ivan, he's a prick now because he's CEO. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It could very, very well be perceived as that. And you can very well look at back and go, geez, well, I was really good friends with Alex. Mm. We're not friends anymore. Maybe it's because, you know, he's still GM and I'm CEO. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, I'm using corporate terms as an example. It could be an athletic standpoint. Yeah. It could be a business standpoint. It could be whatever. But leaving a trail behind mm. is a learning experience as well. No, that's right. One one in which I wouldn't say to, um, don't don't kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't... Um, don't not don't do a, it. Don't not do it. Yes. No, that's and that was, certainly wasn't my point. It's It's don't not do it. It's be aware that you, what to you're an doing, extent of what, what you're, you're doing. doing. Yeah, because it it can you can still get to the outcome. Yeah, but it's very hard to please everybody. It's it's about having some ability to have some self awareness to be like, well, what what am I doing? Am I am I destroying too much now? Am I am I risking too much now? But what, how, how are you measuring this though? This is what I'm saying. It's like everyone's. I say I see. What, I so I know exactly what you mean. But yeah. for everyone that's listening out there. It's like, how do we measure what's too much damage? How do we measure what's too little of a damage? Well, I think it takes looking around you and seeing what's falling apart in your life for starters. Yeah. That's a but, very big thing because a lot of people will... But then ultimately... If they'll literally are... run through a fire and be like, nope, nah, there's no fire, it's no fire. And it's like they just keep telling themselves it's not, but there's like a lot of stuff around them that's falling apart. Yeah. And you've got to get to the point where you're like, just just stop and look. Yeah, what you're doing. Is is your... Are you forgetting the big picture are you now? Are you forgetting the bigger picture now? Yeah. Are you, are you looking... Are you, are you forgetting the macro view of everything? You've yeah. got to be able to think and look laterally to know that you might do one sort of an action and it significantly impacts another part of your life because you're too practical. Yeah. Right? And you don't have enough bigger picture view. Or at the same time, someone's got such a bigger picture view that the minute details don't matter and they'll trample over all the minute details that would otherwise be practical. That's right. So there's no, there is no right and wrong answer. No. I just think that it's... I think it's important to analyze which type you are though. Yeah. And and kind of just understand that, you know, again, everything in moderation, understanding that you can go too much one way. Yeah. And understanding which way it is as well. Yeah, and look, there's no arguing. Like, if, as I said at the start, like I, I if if I was to kind of put myself in the situation, like, what, where do I kind of sit in? I think I'm very much like more that north star view. Yeah, but 
Um, see, I would see you. I'd see you different. Sorry to interrupt you. I see you as I see you similar to me in a sense. As a, I think you're both visionary and practical. Yeah. So this was going to say because you've got you've got you look as a multipotentialite. Yeah. You've got like a multitude of skills. Like, and if and if I could probably, if I could give you a percentage, I'd almost say you're as close as fifty fifty. Now, though, uh, may, maybe I wasn't now. always like that. I'd say you're you're as close as a fifty fifty to then then for example with me i feel like i'm like i guess a 70 percent practical 30 percent visionary but that 30 percent visionary aspect that skill that i might have is like super detailed whereas as a multi-potentialite you can vision a lot of different things so do you think the listeners out there could if if, if anyone out here is listening and be like i think i'm one more than the other do you think it's possible to shift that or it's who you are hmm I'll ask it this way because most people can, can relate when they see a story or hear it from someone else about their situation. Okay. In your situation, have you always been a 70-30? Or have you, um, have you think, noticed I that think change anything, over time? I was probably more so, uh, more so fully practicality yep. and I've slowly adopted the visionary. Okay, so it can as change. A, as a, as and what, what do you think drives that then? I think just being getting life experiences. Yeah. Um, I got to a point where I was very reliant on being mentored because I was aware at a young age that I needed to be mentored. Yeah. So a lot of the skills of allowing yourself to be mentored and guided was having practical skills because mm-hmm. I didn't want my vision to um, outweigh the knowledge that I was receiving from someone that was way more experienced than what than I than I was. Okay. Someone that I respected, mm. still respect, and see where they are on a on a business and a career path. That yeah. it doesn't really matter what vision I have right now. Like I need that skill. Yeah. I want to obtain that now. I worry about vision later. Yeah. So as I've which then, is a very practical side of you. This is the very to practical. think that way. So then as I've gone, okay, I don't no longer need to be mentored. I've now become a father. I've you know I'm sorry married, become a father, more responsibilities, got a business. The practicality side of things, on a I guess we're using career perspective, has I guess chomped away a little bit less, and having more of a vision of the stuff that I want for myself, for yes. my kids, for my career. Um, the skills that I'd like to obtain, the way I want my house to look, the is way- Is increasing now. Is increasing Which now. ties in very much so to your point of life experience. Because yeah. as you go on in life and things change, you start to realize that there are other things that start to now matter and there are other people that depend on you. So therefore you have to look at things differently in a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So I, what so I would- So would you talk- say for yourself that you were like the opposite end? Um, You're more like say 70% visionary, 30% practical? When I was in my or early twenties, I was five ten percent practical. Okay, interesting. Very much opposite. Okay, it was all about like being the having vision, the big believe, vision. Achieve, I was like looking stuff. back, I was probably like your what I was trying to allude to before, like the the typical gun ho young dude that was like, I'm gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now like. Sometimes, and I'll kind of say it tongue-in-cheek now, like, I want to be, like, all-time great. Like, I'll say it as jokes in the podcast, tongue-in-cheek. A but part you, of me wants that. Yeah. But it's coming from a level of awareness now that it's going to take some work, Ivan. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not, you're not it's just going to wake gonna up happen. and it's not just going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was very much as a younger guy, like, in my late teens and 
and early 20s, I was very much like vision. Like as long as I vision it, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's completely the opposite. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, a lot of that kind of plays into, you know, how people are raised and how they're brought up. That's obviously a big, big part of it as well. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing as long as you do a lot of the, the effort and work behind it. What I think though, and this is the thing that really, that if I have now, it kind of probably hit me as to why, would I say it's why I changed? Maybe not, but looking back, could I, would it be, would it be elegant to say this is a reason why I'm different now? Possibly, so I'm going to say it this way. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I think it's a very good, maybe a subconscious reason why I'm not the way, that way. Nothing scares me. Well, there's a few things that do scare me. But if I think that I wake up when, when I'm 90, right? And I've often thought about this. I wake up, I'm 90 years old, and I've been chasing and chasing and chasing this, this visionary dream, mm-hmm. right? And I haven't been practical enough or I haven't stepped away from my own self enough. Like your ego. My own ego. Yeah. That when I'm 90 or 95 or God willing 100 and I've had too much of an ego to the point where I look back and be like, I visioned all of this stuff. Tomorrow is my day and I didn't get it. Mm. That to me... Like it almost takes my breath away talking about it. Okay, that to me is like so crushing. Yeah, that I can't even think what that would be like. Mm. And and that's like it's significant, like to me. So I'm very much like I I need to live in the now as much as you can. as much as I possibly can. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the balance there and because just- I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll have a vision, but I got to tell myself. But hold on a second. You want to come home today on time so you can spend an hour and a half at the dinner table with your family yeah. as opposed to the 20 minutes or 15 minutes eating by yourself because you came home too late. Yeah. This is how I feel. Yeah. And there's a part of me that says, I, I think I need to be practical today so I can think like that and mm. act on that it's as opposed balance. to having such a huge vision. It drives my balance, balance. and that probably does, does it for a lot of things for me. Yeah. And that's huge. Like yeah. I can't. To me, I, I couldn't. I couldn't bear wake up with that much regret. Yeah. And I don't impart. I didn't. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, balance is, is going to sound so cliche, but balance is key, mm. right? You know, the, the name of my business is called the Balance Body Center. Amen. <laughs> you know, it's like. Um, it, it really, it really is, and it it's is. like it's. It's funny you say like you know. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to go backwards just before like I forget about it. Going back to how you were like 95% um, uh, visionary, 5% practical. Yeah. I'm not sure about you, but I, I think the reason why, like when I obviously first started dating your sister mm. and then started coming over, I was like, yeah, like, you know, we, we'd hang out, but we weren't like super close, right? Mm. Which like I was dating your sister and out of yep. respect, I'd see you each week. We'd get to know each other. And then over time, it was like it was like a double whammy because I'd go over to hang out with your sister, yeah. but you were there as well. Yeah. So it's like this is cool, you know. It became like you get along. You get along. Yeah. Um. And then as you start to kind of like get to that age when you're like 18, 19, you finish school, you're at uni. I'm this. We're doing that. And I, 
in a sense clung to your type of personality because it was a lot of like like i liked it because you were the visionary person i learned a lot about thinking about the vision yeah but i also i'm not sure whether you would agree with it but i also enjoyed the fact of making you a bit more practical yeah as well yeah but understanding you that your strengths your massive strengths were the the, the vision yeah. aspect and i can't argue with that i think i've learned a lot about the practical side of things from you because yeah. you're very much practical yeah yeah and through osmosis about hanging around you a lot i see that you're like not practical it's got to be done this way let's do it let's get this let's do that and i'm like all right, pull the finger and, out, let's do it. Yeah, you know? and it's not what you want to hear, so to speak. No, but you have to. But you have to, yes. right? And at the same time with the vision aspect, it's like you can't just like wait for things to just be created. You have to just create. Yes. You have to You have to just be – you can't just say, oh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, I'll wait for someone – no, just just give it a go. Yeah, just give do it, a go. it, vision it, like like create something. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So that thing that's where we kind of like – you know, we're Aligned. In, in, in a lot of ways, we always say like we click, but we're so different a you lot of times. You are my yin, I was your yang. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? So no, I, I right. needed to say it's that true. before I went off to my second part, which I kind of have kind of semi-forgotten now. But um, fuck, I wish I was – I wish I'd written down that second bit I was going to – I didn't forget it, did you? I did. Oh, no. I think it was going to be a good one too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was essentially along the lines of that is that it, I think it's good to – I'm not, not sure if I ever told you that. Like the no, fact you that didn't. have I? No, I don't think so. Yeah, like I, I knew, and I knew that I was making you more practical. Yeah, because kind of like in a in a comfort level for me, I was making. But I think you've in, you've in in what's the word? You've um, intentionally done that. Yeah, I, I know. I was yes. very aware of what I was doing. Yes, but in but I knew at the same time that I was cautious of not like shutting you down because it's very easy yeah. very easy to tell someone who's, no, that's right. who's a dreamer I think I've done that, that they're I dreaming. think I've purposely done the same thing to you where I'm like you know man sometimes I think you just need to like just take a break yes you that's just right. need to just like and I'm like just take, take a break, a what day am I a break for and I'm like yeah fuck he's right and it's know. interesting because you, you lately you've been saying you're like well, you know I've shuffled things around I've done this and that and you know what like it's even better than it was before. Yeah, that's right. And there hasn't been any negative effect. No, no negative effect. Um, and I, so I think it, it 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 does require that level of balance, which really argues the fact that it's not that necessarily that there's any right or wrong. It's really being able to find balance in being both practical yeah. and both a visionary at the same time. Yes. And being able to flip between those and uh, maybe flex one of those more when you need to yeah. and flex another one of them more when you need to at another point. And you constantly do that either day to day or through different periods of your life. That's right. But it requires you to be self-awareness. And the only way you can work that out and what's working is to just have a go. Yeah, that's 100%. It's like, as simple as that. There's no right have or wrong. Have a go. There's no right or wrong. You, you, know? just, you just give it a go and you, yeah, and you just kind of like... Because the float. interesting thing is ultimately, unless we go back to the point where I was saying about, you know, you kind of get nothing and it's ultimate regret because you've, you've, you've done too much of one or the other. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to flex a little bit and be either one or all, you're probably going to end up getting to the same point at some point or something similar in the end anyway. It's just how you get there. Yeah. Right? That's right. Um, And the experience of life and the journey as you've gone through it and its quality when you look back on it, which is what I probably will think will be the defining thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, no, it does. Like, I I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting when you were saying before about the whole, you look when you're like the whole, when you're 90 and, and whatever and how it kind of makes you feel like you're losing air of if you haven't achieved certain yeah. things. Like I haven't looked that far. 
I, I, it almost to a sense as if I, I can't even imagine it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It almost feels like it's like a different life. It's in it's in a different lifetime. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like there's not enough brain space for me to worry about it now because I can't even control how it's going to be because I am still more so that practical yeah. type of person. But it's something that like when you were saying that, I was like in real time, I was thinking, oh shit, I've never even thought of how it would feel. Like what am I trying to achieve? And Yeah, but there, this is the pure thing though, is being a pure, pure visionary and a pure, pure practical person, yeah. they're exactly the same thing. Yeah. And the reason is this. If you're a fewer visionary person, and if I stayed in that realm of just thinking about living an entire life yeah. based on vision and then looking back and going, shit, what did I get? The problem is, is when you focus so far ahead, mm. you don't live in the moment. Yeah. When you're super, super practical and you're focused on what you're doing right then and there, yeah. you're neither in the moment as well. Yeah. You're not in the moment as well because you're so focused on that core task that everything else around you blacks off. Yeah. I and you're literally yeah. just in your own little world and you forget about the real world around you. So both of them are seclusive, I guess you can say. Yeah, I feel like some... Uh, it's really about balance. I yeah, can't, it, it, I it can't is about balance and it's uh, at the same time as well um, to kind of go along with what you were just saying there. I think it's about a, uh, being in a certain state of mind. Come to think of it now, think of this in real time. It's like... I think if, if if you're happy with a certain state of mind, whatever that state of mind is, you'll make decisions based on that state of mind. Yes. So let's just use balance and um, you know using you know cliche happiness. Yes. Um, but let's just say achieving balance, whatever balance that may be, being a little bit with your family, working a little bit harder, getting doing a bit of this, you know, doing a bit of a podcast, doing a bit of soccer training, just doing a bit of everything. If yes. that's the balance that you create, once you're in that balance, yes, I feel like you make those long-term practical and or visionary decisions a bit more clearer as yes. well. Yes, and you will also be less likely to regret the decisions you make because you felt good about it at the time of making made, it. Made it. Whereas if you're making it at the time where you're just under the pump, it's a stressed-like decision. Yeah. Um, and if you're making the decision as, as a pure visionary type person, it may be a little bit fluffy, a bit yep. like la-la. So in summary, the scientific formula for everything we've said in the last hour and probably going to be 10 minutes is being a visionary, balance being a visionary. So, okay, the equilibrium between visionary... science, man. You have to put this one together. The e you want to maintain an equilibrium between being a visionary and being practical, yeah. but shift either side of the equation depending on what's happening in your life and at life point. Like balance and between both. that will equal... Zero regrets. Yeah. Zero regrets? Yes. You Just, have to choose. No, ha having uh, zero regrets is a choice. That's, uh, not, that's a whole different podcast in itself. Okay, okay. You well, will have, okay, you will have a, lesser, min you will have minimal regrets. Mi minimal regrets. It may not be an absolute regrets. minima, but it will be a minima, a minimal yeah. amount of regrets. Maybe for another episode, but I feel like, definitely for another episode, because we're running out of time. Um, I feel like regrets is part of the learning aspect. But I think we could do a podcast on regrets. Yes, we can. Um, but maybe minimal impact of 
the minimal regrets that you have. You're really fucking up my formula. Uh-huh. You're really <laughs> fucking up my formula. I just don't like, I don't like the whole zero regrets thing. Like, I, 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 just, I know, I it sounds cliche. It's very cliche. It's I like, know. oh, zero regrets. You got no regrets. You left no, no regrets. Like, fuck off, man. Everyone has Everyone, regrets. I mean, I and mean, the regrets, I mean, like, regrets shape no, people. No, 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 no. I, I'm talking like, not no regrets as in like, live life, no fucking regrets, man. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, <laughs> I mean like, you will have a level of being, you will have a, like a contentness about you yes. where you won't look back and be contentness like, with the decisions I, that you made yes. you went under the influence yes, of someone else I mean. or under the influence of stress or under the influence of actually not being influenced by yes. your, anyone's decision apart from your own i was trying to give like the grand life emotional theory here but it's sorry i threw right? it through i scrapped it's up and put zero it in regrets <laughs> as such right it's not like it's it's more like the rounded version of zero, right? It's like <laughs> closer to zero. Closer to zero, right? Closer to zero regret. That's it. Closer to zero regrets. Closer to zero regrets. The limit of the the limit of the regrets as approaches to zero is okay. Now move on. <laughs> okay. Too much port. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. I think we. I think we. Um, I think we just we, totally went off a tangent. Uh, Look, uh, everyone, have balance. It's as simple as that. Have balance. Yeah. Have balance. Try and I think we'd explain balance a little bit better though. Because balance, like I have balance everywhere. Balancing, like I feel like. No, if you go a, back and listen to everything we've said, make a conscious effort of balancing between both. Yes, which isn't balance. You're just no, kind of like that's what hopping. I mean, yes, that's what I mean by shifting either side yeah. as you need it. Yes, yes, yes. The equation's no. fluid. <laughs> <laughs> we should get you uh, drinking a bit more on this no, podcast. No, no, there's nothing here, man. It's like what two <laughs> tablespoons of pour. It's nothing. It's just because it's late at night. Like I just switch on late at night. It's you do good. All right, guys. Like always. Um, journeytoreverever.com if you uh, would like to reach out to us um, connect with us share share your thoughts on this episode or any others yep um, that'd be great and uh, if you think it's a if you think it's a load of baloney just let us know as well yeah that'd be awesome I know you know I really you know what I want I know episode, you want a hater I hold don't on want I, I really want to have a podcast fun. where I piss someone off to get a hater really not to piss them off because I don't like people I just want to know you don't really like people though no 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 I do I love people <laughs> I love all people I, I genuinely do I love all humans I mean, like, this is a zero to 100 thing again, but on a, on a real sense, I want to have an opinion to the point where someone really disagrees with the opinion, and I'm curious what that difference is. They wouldn't is. listen to the show, dude. No, no, we don't sit on the fence enough. That's why. We sit on the fence heaps, though. Do you reckon? We just did a whole sitting on the fence podcast. Did we? Well, we didn't really say which one's better and which one wasn't. We said balance. That's sitting on the fence. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah. You just said we don't sit on the fence enough. No, no, I meant, no, 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 no. <laughs> I meant we sit on the fence a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we don't pick one side of the fence enough. That's, oh, okay, That's yeah. That's what I meant to say. But we appreciate both sides of the fence. No, I know. That's what, and some that's might what, say, oh, that's playing it safe. No, that's what, no. That's, that's what not balanced individuals do. That, that's what That's what smart humans do when they can look at both sides of the story. It's like a conservative view. Oh, that buffalo grass when you're too far there. extreme to the left or too far extreme to the right, problems happen. Yeah, and we spoke before. You've got to be able to flip about, between both. About people sticking to their ideologies. Yes. And yeah, well, you and I both agree that's not a, not it's the best no, way to live life. You have to have life. an open view. Yeah. You've got to be convincible. So there's nothing wrong with fence sitting. Yes. You've got to be convincible to be invincible. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for this episode 44 of Journey to Forever. It's been a great episode, and I can't wait to have uh, the next episode running as well. All right. Peace out, guys. Show. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.
You're yeah, right. Well. Huh? You good? I don't know. That went off on a tangent a little bit. That was good why. then. Was I'm so annoyed that I forgot that last second bit I that know, I was going to talk about. What was it about? It's like it's like my brain is like, oh, don't forget. <laughs> don't forget to talk about that first bit before you know what's gonna it happen. fades from your brain. Spoke about the first bit and I came back. I was like, hey, where did it go? You're going to be like either asleep. And then it's going to wake up and it's going to hit you. Are you gonna, oh, it is. Or it's are you going to be, be on your way home annoying. and you be like, oh, that's what it was. Damn, it was so good. It was going to finish it off. Like, you know, what do you think about the port? What was your favorite? You got the, the, um, the Penfolds Club? Or as the, as or I the started to have the Penfolds, it was good. I kind of wish I had the Penfolds first. And yep. then the, uh, what's that called? Hanwood? Hanwood? Hanwood Grand Tawny. Yeah. Who's it from? McWilli- McWilliams. Shout out to McWilliams. I don't know. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm not a I like massive big, good. big port drinker. I don't. So, but I, I like them. They're kind of. It's it nice good. to kind of drink a port, especially in wintertime, and like read a good book with a small glass of port. It's I should try chill. that. I haven't read a book for a long time. All right. I got to read. Anyways, I'm off, man. See you, dude. Later. Bye. Bye.